Hello, world. If you can hear this, that means you're tuned into JSY Podcast. And here I am, just simply Yvonne, coming to chat with you, and you never know what about. This podcast was created for everyday people living everyday lives. The goal? To change perspectives one conversation at a time, with you in mind, of course. I will say this. I talk loud and laugh even louder because laughter is good for the soul. Grab something for hydration, adjust your volume setting, zone in, and let's journey through life. I guarantee I won't keep you long. And whether it's me by myself or if I have a special guest, I promise you there are sprinkles of wisdom here just for you. I welcome every perspective. I actually appreciate them. I look forward to engaging with you. And thanks for stopping in. Come on in, come on in, come on in. We are officially in episode five. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm even more glad that I'm here. When I go through what has happened over this past month, uh, we'll get into it. Before I get all the way into it, though, I will say that each month I try to highlight what is nationally awareness something. And so this particular month, two things that are very um high on my priority list one mental health awareness the month of may mental health awareness it is huge it literally covers any from the youngest to the oldest person living we battle things mentally emotionally physically financially the list goes on spiritually the list goes on and on but mental health being able to process through Everything that life throws at you is important because some things will really take you down. Like certain things are so heavy that you need a healthy outlet to process what you're having, like what is going on, what you're going through. And so this month, especially, maybe it's you who feel who feels low or heavy or weighted. And so I encourage you to go either get a massage, to find self-care practices, to journal, to go get into counseling and to just talk about what is happening. Counseling is not for people who are crazy. Um, There has been this weird stigma about it for years. Yes, we have made progress as a community, but we're still not where we need to be. And it's not an everyday conversation. It's not a thing that everyone feels comfortable with and they feel as though if they get counseling something is wrong with them newsflash something is wrong with all of us (laughs) and i don't mean in an ugly way i just mean we process things in life there will be trials tribulations issues in life none of us are perfect and so as we face life's issues there will be things that are affected according to life's issues. So whether that's your physical health, your mental health, your financial health, all of these things, your spiritual health, it it will be things that shift as you go through. And so 
this month, Mental Health Awareness Month, I just want to make sure if you need someone to talk to, you have Talkspace, you have all these things online that you have the Shine app, which I signed up for last year. And it's just kind of like boost, little positive boosts that come through for you to get like a, just a positive outlook on every day, just a random little quote or article or something to just kind of shift how you think and even if if you if you're good with your mental health like you know to go get massages or acupuncture or counseling or journaling or you know step away and soak or vacation or travel or road trip whatever your healthy outlet is because there are non-healthy or unhealthy outlets as well I do not encourage those but however you process what is going on if you're good, then I encourage you to look at other people you're around. Because sometimes we see people and we think, oh, they just, oh, they're taking that really hard. Or, oh, oh, you know, and then you're like, I don't want to be in their business. But, I mean, you don't have to ask. Sometimes you could just smile. Sometimes you could just say, hey, let's go to lunch. Sometimes you could offer to come over and just hang out. I mean, I know we're in COVID, but there's things you could do. If you see someone going under help try to at least at least reach out the saying is see something say something say something make sure that people know that their life matters to you make sure people know that they're included in what you have going on they don't have to be up close and like you don't have to tell them every single thing and then also you don't have to make it about you if you you're seeing someone struggle and you want to go check on them you don't have to talk about you. You can talk about them and what's going on in their life. Just trying to help them process because no man is an island. We were all created to coexist. So even the strongest person you know, sometimes they need an ear. Sometimes they need a hug. Sometimes they need support. Sometimes they need that reassurance that they're doing the right thing or they're they're doing the best they can with what they have. So Mental Health Awareness Month is May. So if you can or if you see something, Say something to people that you love, and especially people that you don't even know. You could be walking down the street. You could smile at them. That could change something in them. Or you can hold the door open for someone, and you just never know, especially with COVID. It has been, we're coming out of it with the vaccines rolling out and all of states lifting the the population, either 25, 50, 75%, 100, you know, as they're lifting the regulations, then I think people are getting better about socializing but for a whole year we weren't supposed to socialize and that that affects you mentally some people are introverts so they didn't affect them as much but for the extroverts they really struggle through the year not being able to hang out not being able to go places not being able to to congregate with other people so you just never know and i just wanted to highlight mental health awareness in this month just because nationally this is what we're talking about as well as brain tumor awareness which i didn't even know this is a thing but brain issues have been on the rise for a while and i will say it's interesting to me because in my 33 years of life i have met when i say met i have been up close and personal friends with three people two of which had actual tumors one who had aneurysm when I tell you I was 17 and my best friend passed away from an aneurysm and everybody was like shocked because we didn't know what it meant. We didn't know how it happened. How does a person that's healthy and walking and up today 
tomorrow that was the last time we're just like what do you mean like she's gonna be at graduation what do you mean something happened like what do you mean like we were so taken back and then right after that another friend was having headaches and her mom was like no we're not overlooking it because we just saw what happened with one of our other friends so she took her in and she was had she had a tumor that was growing so she immediately got out of school went into treatment and I mean to me I was just like wow like what is happening? I don't know. But what I will say is not not all headaches are just headaches. Not all migraines are just migraines. If you see someone having issues or if you're having issues, go get checked out. And even if they tell you something and you don't agree, go get a second opinion. Yes, I know things cost money. And yes, I know that it could be challenging. And it's um, it's one of those things that is scary. But... Your life matters. If you're here, if you're hearing this, and you understand what I'm saying, your life matters. Take care of yourself. Take care of the people that are close to you. Check in on people. You just never know. You could be the only one who checks in. You could be the difference between today and tomorrow. You could be the difference between up and down. Like, you could be the difference. So if you have the opportunity and you see something or you know someone, you could even send them an article and say, if you're having these symptoms, you might want to go in and see what they say. Because it could be, I mean, of course, you don't want to scare people more than, you know. But, and then if you have someone who is struggling with any type of cancer or any type of med- medical um, challenge, just make sure you support them. Be there to talk to them through, because it's emotional as well. It's not strictly physical. Show up and get the tumor removed or show up and, you know, do the treatments or anything like that. It could be mentally or emotionally they're struggling because they're scared. They don't know. They don't They don't have anyone around them that can actually say, yes, I've been through that and I'm on the other side. So as, as well as the physical challenges, it has emotional challenges too. So it's not simply, I sent you that article, we're done, we're done. No, send the article and then follow up. Hey, how are you going? How's it going? How are you doing? Did you hear anything? You know, and then from there, just keep it going, especially if you're close friends. So just wanted to say May is Brain Tumor Awareness and Mental Health Month. So please check on your people. Pay attention to your people and love on your people. All righty. May, as everyone knows, is graduation month for high school, for college, for all kinds of certificates, and just it's just a, a a season of a lot of ends and then beginnings. So, after ten years, ten years, I am an official university graduate, and how I just talked about emotional challenges. It was more emotional for me than anything because I've been doing this for 10 years. One class a semester, two classes on a semester was a good, you know, good space in my life. Three classes. And then this semester, January 1st, 2021, I took four classes because I was ready to be done. 10 years is a long time. Um, My children were literally one, two, and five. I was getting divorced and I was like, I have to do something different. Like my income alone is not going to be enough. I have to go back to school. So when I say go back to school, I mean, I had to go to school. I had just got out of high school, had my children, got married, got divorced, and then was just living off two incomes. So then when it was cut down to one, I was just like, I have to 
do something. So when I say I have to do something also, please know that as I was going through counseling or once I was going through my divorce, I got into counseling. We were in pre, um, we were in counseling for marriage and then we realized it was not going to work. I just continued on the counseling. So it was not strictly me myself saying I have to do something. I knew I had to do something. I just didn't know what, but in me not knowing what, the counselor was able to push me toward that way. And so that's why I'm a, a pro, like such an advocate for um, counseling and any type of something else. Like you yourself have your own rational, your own reasoning, your own thought processes, but someone who is not directly in it can step out. They're outside looking in. And she spoke into me and said, I just want to know when I'm going to get my invitation. And I'm thinking to myself, what? What are we talking about? Girl, we were talking about I'm getting divorced and I don't know how I'm going to do it. And I was going through all the emotions and she was just like, I just want to know when I'm getting my invitation. And I'm like, to what? And she was like, to your graduation. And I'm like, what? And she was like, I believe that you are college material. I believe that you are a graduate. Like, I believe that this can happen for you. And imagine this was 10 years ago, (laughs) 10 years ago, someone spoke into me what I am now have now finally manifested 10 years ago. So I'm here to say no matter what the goal is, work the goal, write the plan, write it down and then work it. And I mean, so many people are like, what does that even mean? What does that mean? I literally, once we talked, I was surprised for first, the first emotion was surprise. And then I went through all these other emotions, like excited, but then scared, but then this, but then that, but then this, but then that, you know, just was going bouncing around things. And I'm like, I cannot, my daughter is starting kindergarten and I'm starting college. It was interesting. I mean, it was, and nobody I knew was doing it. So then I was like, well, who do I ask? And then of course there's all the statistics that say as a single parent, most single parents don't finish. And it was like 70 plus percentage. And so when I was reading that and then talking to my family, they were saying, I don't think you should do it. And when I got my associates, they were like, it's not that we didn't think you were capable. We just felt like the resources, the time, the commitment, because working a full-time job and doing four classes, I literally thought I was going to lose my mind this semester. Like I literally, it was so many days that people would call me and we would talk and I would just, I would say, I am struggling. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. And they're like, what do you mean? It is not easy, but one class plus one class plus two classes plus two classes plus three plus three plus two plus one, all of that equals up. So eventually here we are 10 years later, I got here, but If you don't take a step, you'll never know how far you can go. You have to take the first step. So, and then once you take the first step, then you have to take another step. And then, and when I say I had to take steps, I took them. And I want you to know God carried me some too. Because this last semester, if it had not been, if it had not been, people who talk to me up close, they know I have complained, not complained, whined the whole time. I was just like, I just don't think I can do this. I just don't think I can do this. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And they're just like, you're not that tired. I'm like, yes. When I tell you my brain cannot process another thought, it cannot take another idea. It cannot remember a single, I would read a chapter and right after I would read it, 
I couldn't tell you what the chapter said. I couldn't tell you because my brain was like, no, ma'am, we're not doing this. Not today. And so then in my mind, I'm like, okay, cool. Not today, tomorrow. The next day, the next day, the next day, the next day. I'm like, okay, so when am I going to be able to remember any of this? When am I going to be able to process this information? But it wasn't strictly processing the information. What was happening was I'm working a full-time job. I have my three children, which my oldest one is now in high school because I started when she was in kindergarten. This is 10 years later, so she's in high school. She has all her events. Work has its challenges, things you have to think through, you know, things you have to do at work, get off. And then I'm taking four classes, four instructors, four different ways of teaching, four different books, four different, you know, things that you have to zone in on because they don't all, okay, just the chapter titles or just the big bolded sentences or just these concepts. No, different ones teach different, so they require different. And my brain was like, no, no. No, like I'm tired. And so then on top of that, I massage, got the podcast. Um, I mean, my plate was just full. So since it was full, it was like, nope, not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested. And I kept telling people that and they laughed. They're like, what do you mean? My brain was like, it's overloaded. It's overloaded and it's tired. So in that overloaded and tired, God literally carried me through this semester. Yes, he gave me the I, the enough to pass. He gave me that. But in my own strength, I would have been gave up. And last semester, I took three classes. I have never taken three or four and worked full time. So it was like you keep loading more and more and more and more. And as you load more and more... The body is just like, I'm tired. And so many people are like, you sit at home, you work from a computer at home, how can you be tired? The mind, the brain is a muscle. So me thinking, processing, you know, auditing, editing, all of these things, that's me doing stuff. So I'm working that muscle and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and I'm working. And then of course, if I don't like wind down before I go to sleep, the brain is still working while I'm asleep. So it's never really getting a chance to break. And so last year with COVID hitting, I typically try to take a vacation once a year. I was not able to take my vacation. So now I'm like, you have to take a break somewhere. So yesterday, May 1st, was graduation. And when I, the whole day, my emotions were just everywhere because I was like, is this real? Like, I feel like I'm just taking a break and I'm going to take classes next week. Like, I feel like I've been running for a long time. And I feel like I'm still running, but it's like, no, you're completely done at this point. And I'm just like, no way. Like, it's like my brain cannot catch up with what physically has happened. So some of the people are like, are you happy? Yes. Are you sad? Yes. (laughs) Are you excited? Yes. Are you nervous? Yes. Like, I'm all of these emotions at the same time because, because I've been doing this so long. Now it's like, now what? What is next? What is next? And I have looked at many master's programs and I have considered. And then I'm also just, I just want to be able to take it in. Because I will say when I got my associates, because that was not my main goal. So I started off at a junior college because the classes are cheaper and the schedule was more flexible. So I started off at a junior college and then I was older. I didn't want to be on campus with all the 18, 19 year olds and I was 20 plus and I had kids and I just uh, you could clearly tell I was more seasoned than them so I was like no I want to start a community college where it's not as many people first of all and second of all it doesn't it's not as noticeable because it's just people from everywhere so 
started at the junior college and after I took so many hours, people were like, get your associates because at least it shows that you finished something. You started something, you finished something. And I was just like, mm, I'm really not interested in that. I'm interested in the bachelor's. And they were just like, yes, but it looks better on your resume. So I finished and got my associates. And when I got it, it was just like, okay. But literally, I graduated in May, and then in August, I was already enrolled. Like, I had already made my mind up, had my schedule. Everything was set. And so, because everything was set, it wasn't as big of a celebration. It was more so like, yay, versus this one. I'm like, yeah, you know, like yelling at the top of my lungs, because this is what I actually wanted. The first was just kind of along the way, you know, but it wasn't my goal. My goal was to be a university graduate. My dad was, my sister is, um... I just wanted to be in the club. So me getting in the club, I'm like, this is so exciting. This is great. But a lot of hard work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of tears, a lot of late nights. People say early mornings. I am not an early riser. That is not for me. Like I'll stay up to three or four o'clock at night or in the morning, you know, but I'll stay up versus wake up at three or four and try to cram something. No, it's not for me. So a lot of late nights. (laughs) a lot of stress. And so now I'm just kind of like, is this real? Are we finally done? Are we done? Are you sure? Are we done done? Like I'm just, it's like a a system of, or a feeling of just the unknown, you know, and they say fear takes over fear of the unknown. It's not that I'm afraid of the future. I just don't know. And then I know so many people with bachelor's degrees who are just like, Life is the same for me. Like, it didn't really change after when, like, I got the piece of paper and my life just blossomed into, you know, something. And so then I'm like, really? Interesting. So, I don't know. I've been working on my resume, doing so many things to just kind of seal it in my mind. Like, this is where we are. But just because it has physically happened does not mean I have fully processed, like, fully came to grips with it. And so I'm just still going through and I mean, cause with my associates, literally I graduated one day and the next day I was like, okay, so I got to order my books. I got to do this. I got to do this. Like I was on it. Like I didn't even take a minute to like sit down and say, you by yourself with these three kids did this. It was like, anyway, you know, like I just took off running. So now I'm trying to get in this space and actually sit with what has happened. It's not about, um, running like right at this moment not to say that I won't because like I said I've considered master's programs and I've looked into it and what the requirements are and what I need and so not that I have an issue with it it's just I just want to be able to take this in and sit down rest with it and say this is what you've done this is what you've accomplished 10 years you set out to do this and here you are I wrote this down 10 years ago I am a college graduate And Facebook, of course, it loves to show you memories. So I wrote it down and it popped up on my screen like last week. And I was like, oh, wow. I wrote, I am a college graduate. I wrote, I am a homeowner. And I wrote, I am a wife. And I remember the exact moment that I wrote this because at that moment I was going through like an empowerment series. And I was trying to get my mind together because this is right after we kind of knew we were divorcing and I was in counseling and she was telling me this 
Like you, you, I can just, I can't wait to get my invitation. And I remember saying, just because she's here, just because you're in this moment does not mean that it's all that you want to be. Like, doesn't mean you're mentally ready. So in me having that conversation with her, I was like, I have to get around some uplifting teaching like I have to be able to shift my mindset because you can go through the process you can say I'm gonna do this but if you haven't mentally changed your mind that does not it doesn't translate well so the biggest example that I can that I know off the top of my head is when people have weight loss surgery and they tell them before you are going to be you're going to lose this weight so you have to get in your mind now process it in your mind your physical is about to change so if your physical and your mental are not on the same page you see people have the surgery and then they go back because they never did mentally see themselves different they were like i've always been this weight even when i lost weight i ate myself back because that's just what they know you know so it has to be the physical and the mental on the same page so though she said i can't wait and though i knew partially that I could physically go to the classes I knew that I wasn't a bad student I had to get some training to get my mind to be able to match what I was about to walk into so in this training that I went to she was just like you have to write I am statements write them write as many as you can think of and in that moment those are the three that I thought of I've a every woman in my family has been a homeowner like five generations back So because of that, on both sides, like all my descendants have been homeowners. So because of that, I said, I am a college graduate, I am a homeowner, and I am a wife. So now, the more training I've been through and the the, as I've grown and as I've matured through life, I'm like, I wrote them in this order, not really thinking about what I wrote, but it kind of scared me a little because then I'm like, oh no, I'm going to be a homeowner before I'm a wife. (laughs) not really what I wanted but I just know that upward from here I just know that you can have whatever you write you write write it down you work the plan and then you walk in it and it's not simply just saying I am this or I am that it requires work I'm not a preacher but the word says faith without works I mean it's two things you have to do one and the other you can't just have faith and not do any works and you can't just do works without having faith so I'm just so I'm just still processing and taking this in I'm excited but again I'm kind of nervous because I'm like what does this mean for my summer normally I take my summers off anyway but I take the summers off knowing August I'm hitting it hard I'm going back in I'm going back in you know so I'm just I'm trying to process that. What does August mean for me? And that's my birth month. So I typically try to do a vacation or a birthday trip or something. And then also with COVID restrictions lifting, I'm trying to figure out, do I do something to celebrate graduation or do I do something to celebrate my birthday? I just, it didn't happen fast, but it did. Like 10 years. Like I was sitting here thinking, that's a long time. But I said that to say like, no matter what you do, whatever your goal is, it can it can happen. You can do it. Write it down. Believe in yourself. 
put a plan in motion. Work the plan. Write it down. Believe in yourself. Write the plan. Work the plan. Of course, people can pray for you. Of course, people can support you and encourage you. But you have to make steps. It all comes back to you. If you're not willing to do the work, no amount of prayers will get you there. No amount of good wishes, well wishes, energy sent, energy cleaned, however you want to say all of these things. None of that will get you there if you're not willing to do the work. So, I hope that you have an amazing month. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I really hope that you're able to get to a space where you write some stuff down for yourself and then you're able to look back and see some of the stuff you've accomplished. I mean, it could literally be jumping rope. I want to jump rope 250 times every day for five days. And then you look back at it next week and say, I did that. Or I, you know, 150 stair climbers. I stayed on a stair climber 15 minutes, five days a week. I did that. Like the more you write and the more you see you accomplish stuff, it builds you up and it says, I'm capable. I'm capable of doing this. I'm capable of doing that. I'm able from going, I'm able to go from here to here. It's possible. So I just wanted to leave you with that. I'm super excited, like I said, to be here, to be able to share this next thing that I get into because I cannot be still. I'm one of those people. I cannot just sit still, sit in the back and wait for things to happen to me. I want to take as much responsibility as I possibly can to change the trajectory of my life. And I just look forward to this next season, whatever it may be. I'm open to receive what is next for me. But um, until next time, y'all take care. Well, that's all for this episode, folks. I hope I didn't keep you too long, but were you at least able to zone out from the busyness of life? Did I make you chuckle even a little bit? Please feel free to subscribe so you get notified first, share with all your friends, and be on the lookout for the next episode. Thanks again for all your support and love. I truly could not do it without you. Until next time, just know I'm somewhere talking. (laughs) And as my mom says, when it's time to go, it's been real. A Texas farewell to you. Toodles, y'all.